so Havdola is clearly one of the most mysterious and, and mystical and, and beautiful, magical things we do in the, in the Jewish calendar. Every Motsa Shabbos, uh, we do Havdola, and it's a, just an amazing, uh, an, an amazing activity. And we have some of the, the background to this in, the, in our Gemara, Kufkimul Amud Beis, where we're told that uh, there are a number of, of cases that are reported of, from a visit of Rabbi Yaakov Bar Abba to the home of Rova. So the Rova was the great Rova. He built up a huge yeshiva in Mechoizo in Bovel. Uh, he is the, the chaver of Abaya. Abaya and Rova, they both learned from, from Rabo and, and from others, from Rav Chiste. They were Talmudim of, of Rav Chiste. In fact, there's the famous story in Bova Basra of where Rav Chiste's got his daughter on his lap and he says to his daughter, which of these two young men would you like to marry? Like Rova or Rami Bar Chama, we're both, we're both learning. And the daughter says, I would like to marry them both. So Rova says, that's fine, as long as I'm the last one. And Kacha, that's exactly what happened. She married Rami Bar Chama, he died, and then she married Rova. Uh, and so it's, uh, the, the great Rova is, uh, is being visited by, by Rabbi Yaakov Bar Abba. There are two Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Abbas. There's a Rabbi Yaakov Bar Abba who was an Amora in Eretz Yisrael, and there was a Rabbi Yaakov Bar Abba who was an Amora in Bovel, and this is the one in Bovel. And Kimate Avdule, when Rova got to Avdola time, Kam Shame Vadlik Avuko Mishrago. There was a candle on the table, and the Shamas, the, the, the servant, got up and he lit a, an avuka. An avuka is a torch, a multi wicked candle, as we use for Havdola. So he lit a multi wicked candle from the candle that was standing on the table. There was a candle there just for light. And he took the light from that candle, and with that he lit the avuka. Omale, so he said to, so Rabbi Yaakov Bar Abba says to Rova, Lama Lachkuri Hai, Shraga. Why all this business of lighting it? This Havdola candle from the, you've got a candle, just use what you've got. Amale Shamami Daite Denavshika. He says, Yeah, you got a good point. What kind of the servant likes a, an Avuka? He likes a fancy candle for Havdola. So it was, it's, it's his idea, not mine. Amale Eloi Shamiali Mine Demaloi Avi Avit. I know your Shamus, your servant. He would never dare do that if he hadn't been told by you once that that's the right way to do it. So clearly you, you hold that it's right to have an avuko, to have a multi-wicked candle, even if you've got another candle already burning. So then Rava says to Rabbi Yaakov, I'm surprised that you're even asking the question. Don't you know that it's a mitzvah in avuka? It's a better mitzvah to do havdola with an avuka, with a multi-wicked candle than it is with a, a regular candle. Uh, and, and this idea of this, of this avuka, and altogether of the Borei Meorei Ha'esh. Some of you might have remembered, we did this piece of Gomorrah uh, when we did Ave Psochim last year. Um, and it, it's based on, on the Gomorrah in, uh, earlier in Psochim, Daphne Dalet, that talks about all the different things that were created ere of Shabbos. And the Gomorrah says there, Hashem gave Odom a divine intelligence. An amazing thing. Motze Shabbos, Odom, as if he wasn't intelligent enough through Shabbos. But a Motze Shabbos, he got, he got a, a, a brilliance. And 
And what did he do with that brilliance? How did that brilliance manifest? Or he used it for technology. Technology was first created on Motzah Shabbos. Until Motzah Shabbos, there was no technology. Man had, man had created nothing, had done nothing. The first technological innovation was fire, by fric creating friction between two stones. And, and that, the Gemara tells us, is me'en dugma shalmalo. The brilliance that you need to innovate technologically is a divine brilliance. That's where it, it's a divine brilliance that comes from the Rebbein that, that kind of brilliance. And Oda Marishan had that, he was blessed with that on Motzah Shabbos. That's our bracha of Borei Meorei Ha'esh on Motzah Shabbos. It's a bracha for technology, for the, the brilliance of technology represented by the first technological innovation, which was the creation of fire on Motzah Shabbos. So that's the, that's the Gemara in earlier on in Psochim. But there also it goes beyond that. So, that. so now why do we have to understand? You light a candle, you make a very mereha ish, but why with the hands and the nails and so on? So the Tur says in, in Simon Reish Tzadi Ches that a person has to light the candle in memory of the first of the first O. Um, Preferably a torch, says the two, and that's brought in the Shulchan Aruch later on. And so the two brings, and the mina is to look at your nails when you make the Bari Yes, that comes from Pirkei Yezer. Um, and he says the Rishonim used to look at the furrows on their hands. Because the Zakanim say Shiyesh Besitute Pisat Hayad Siman Lit Barechbo. There's brocha in the creases on your hands. It's interesting, the palmists use it to understand all sorts of things. And uh, the and the Pirkadrabilos is brought that they there's there's brocha in being in looking at the furrows on your hand. Um, and there's also the meaning to look at the nails because there's a special brocha in nails because they continuously grow they never stop growing even after death they continue to grow for a while so that growth that the fact that there's growth that's brocha and we say the nail is, is kind of a semen brocha but in the in, in the Zohar, it goes much further. And so it, it's, there's some fascinating Zohar in understanding this thing with the fingers and the nails. So the, the Zohar talks about the importance of the number four. And you see both in Halacha and in, uh, in, in, in Kabbalah, uh, the, there's a way to do it. The Mishnabrura brings it also, that you bend your four fingers over your thumb. That, that's the way to do it. And then that creates light and shade. But it's not so much the light and shade you're looking at. What you have to look at, the two says, is to be able to see the difference between your nail and your finger, to be able to see the, the demarcation point, because that indicates that there's enough light to be useful. Uh, the Gemara says if you can tell the difference between two similar-sized coins, then that's enough light. And we don't carry coins around Motzah Shabbos, so the easiest thing is to use your fingers. If you can see where your nail ends and your finger starts, there's enough light. That's, that's the, the halachic reason. To look at your nails, but the um, the the, the Zohar brings a, a lot of Kabbalah on it, and talks about the fact that on on Shabbos there's such a powerful light energy that Hashem brings into the world that uh, a fire energy that it quells all the other fire energies that there are in the world. So there's a lot of fire energy. A lot of it is destructive, some of it's constructive, 
And the, the light of Shabbos, it's like when the sun comes out, the stars disappear. When the Shabbos light comes, all the other light disappears. There's only Shabbos light. And that's the light we draw on, on Motzah Shabbos. And we use on the, on the Havdolah light with the Avukah. That's the light we draw on and we introduce into the rest of the world. And the Zohar says that the four fingers are, are four very important forces and they relate to the four angels. We refer to in Kriya Alamita, isn't that uh, Michael, Gabriel, Uriel and Raphael, the four angels that surround us. Um, these are the, the four angels represented by the finger and these are the forces that, with which we interact with the world are these four forces around us. So Motzah Shabbos, we infuse these forces with that light of Shabbos so that we carry that into the way the world, into the way we operate during the week. So look what's happening on Motzah Shabbos when we're making Havdalah, all the things that are happening. And says the Zohar, and you bend them so that they bow down before the light. So you want these four forces to bow down in front of the light so that they're receiving light from, from this light, from this divine light of, of, of Shabbos. These four forces, the four angels that surround us, are receiving light from that, and they're able to use that light and that energy during the week in the way we interact with the world. But then the, the, the Zohar goes on in, in, in Omud Reish Ches in Parshas Vayakel, and the Zohar talks about why we bend them inside. He says there's another reason. Because the nails represent our outer images. The nails are, and we used to, don't forget, we used to be covered with nails completely until the chet. So the nails is like our clothing. It's our uniform. It's the, outside, the outer part of us. The inside of the hand is the inner part of us. And it's the relationship between our outer and inner that, that becomes so important. I call that the relationship between our image and our identity. Our image is what the world sees. Our identity is who we really are. And the world doesn't always see who we really are. The world sees what we let them see, and that's our image. And says the Zohar in, in the in the Pesach of that Hashem too has an inner side and an outside. And Hashem says to Moshe, you'll see my image, you'll never see my identity. You'll never see my inner part, you'll only see the outer part. And it's the same with us. Others should see our image, they shouldn't see our identity. That's very, very personal, that's very private, who we really are. Now, of course, the image and the identity should be aligned. You don't want an image which is completely different. Says the Zohar, this, is the, the, this side of the hand, the, the, the open side of the hand, is the identity side. And we close that. And the Zohar says, because it doesn't need the fire. Your inner draws energy directly from Hashem. It's your outer that draws energy from this fire that comes to us on, on Shabbos. So that's a more material. So you have this more material and this inner spiritual being. And the, the material part of us, the outer part of us, the levush, the clothing part of us, the image, that draws energy from the, from the fire, and the fire reflects onto the, onto the nail side. But we cover the inner side. The inner side doesn't have to get from that fire. The inner side gets directly from the Rebbeinu Shalom. The inside of the fingers don't need to be exposed to this fire. They're hidden. And they get ignited by the hidden one. The primius is ignited by primius. The chitzonius is ignited by chitzonius. We have these two forces within us all the time. You have to sustain your inner soul, and you do that through connecting to Hashem, through Torah. And you've got to sustain the outer, and that's through the energies in the world. 
Pnimaim inu nuflimoyin itnaron, they're the inner parts and they're, and they're ignited by the inner light. Ilain inu nuflimoyin they're the inner ones and they're the, 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 they're the higher ones and they are ignited by the higher one. Zakain inun Yisrael ba'alma de'nuv alma de'ati. How fortunate is Yisrael that we live in two worlds. We live in this world and we live in the spiritual world. We have an inner part, we have an outer part, we're, we're ignited by the inner, we're ignited by the outer, and all of that is happening when we make a Borei Merei Ha'esh on, 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 a, on a Shabbos, and that's why we need an Avukah, it's this powerful light. You don't want a Nebuch, a little light that, that you've just got. You want a powerful source of light that can bring that energy into the, into the weak, on, on the outside form of, of the human being, represented by the nails, while the inner part is protected from that, physical force of light uh, because it gets its nourishment and its sustenance from the Rebbe Yenish himself.